Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the channel. Today, we have got Art joining us from Idaho. Art is an entrepreneur. Uh, he got started with the program a few months ago, and he's kindly agreed to come on the channel today to share his story, inspire you guys. And uh, yeah, welcome, Art. Thanks so much for being here. Appreciate you having me. Thanks. And uh, how long have you not drank for now, Art? Uh, it's been uh, close to six months. That is beautiful, man. So, and then when's the last time you, you uh, went six months without drinking? Since I was 21 years old. How old are you now? 54. Sorry, should I ask that? Yeah, that's all good. 54. <laughs> awesome, man. Love it. Beautiful. So, uh, yeah. What, so, what, do you want to explain like, a little bit about what life was like before you got started with the program, what the drinking was like uh, and all of that stuff? Yeah, I was... Uh... Pretty much a functional drinker, um, although I, I drink to get drunk. Um, at least uh, I started to drink for those reasons. Um, and uh, it seemed to be uh, getting worse and worse as time went on. And my relationship with my wife was getting worse and worse as time went on. Same with I got two young daughters, a, a six-year-old and a 10-year-old, and uh, they were starting to notice. And and I believe they were noticing the relationship dwindle as well. So um, it got to where um, it was affecting my personal life. And uh, basically, I, <clears throat> I, uh, I actually injured my leg and uh, went over to my wife was actually out of town that night. I went over to a buddy's house that I had just met. Actually, he's a dirt bike rider. That's one of my hobbies. And uh, we were both picking up our dogs from uh, dog daycare. And uh, I had to go get an MRI on my leg after my injury. And I picked up my dog and I noticed he had a dirt bike tattoo and asked him if he uh, still rides. He did. And we started uh, talking and our dogs were playing together. And he says, Hey, why don't you come over and have a beer and uh, let's let the dogs play. So I agreed to do so and uh, went over to his house and one beer led into two, probably two led into about six and, uh, and uh, got to be about 11 o'clock at night and he, he needed to uh, go to bed and, and uh, I went to leave and, he, uh, his house is separated from his garage and we were in his garage drinking and, uh, the door closed. I went to the truck and put the dog in and realized I left my cell phone on, on the uh, counter of his garage. And he has this pretty heavily gated, uh, fence that separates his house from the garage and there was no way to get, to get, get to him. So I just moved to Idaho from California about, uh, two years prior to that and uh, my business is still in California so I travel back there every other week so really I've only been in Idaho for about a year because half my time spent in California and and I don't know Idaho that well so when I left his house I'd followed him there and I really didn't uh, know my way out of there I got lost and not having my GPS on my phone and got a little confused and was driving around uh, pretty much pretty heavily buzzed, I should just say drunk, and uh, trying to find my way home and got pretty disoriented by the time I realized where I was at and looking for signs, I guess I was doing a little uh, swerving to find my way around and I was in Idaho, they don't mess around, I was doing six miles an hour over the speed limit and uh, next thing I know I got red flashing lights behind me 
cop pulled me over and asked, you know, if I'd been drinking. And I told him, yeah, I was at a buddy's house and we'd had a few. So he proceeded to uh, ask me to get out of the truck to do a DUI test. I told him I just tore my meniscus and my MCL in my leg. I'm not sure how good I could do. And I just, I had actually the MRI results, uh, or at least showing that I did an MRI that day. So he, I showed him that paperwork. So he basically made me do a, a sobriety test without doing any of the, the walking or, or uh, anything where I had to use my legs. So he basically followed my eyes and um, made me do a couple of uh, counting things and basically determined I was drunk, which I was, and, and uh, hauled me in. Um, when we got to the police station, I, I, for some reason, was thinking to myself, I was probably just a borderline drunk, and they wanted to do the breathalyzer test. I refused to do it, thinking I would buy a little bit of time, which I did. I probably bought about 30 minutes, 30, 45 minutes before the fire department came there and uh, went to basically take my blood. They took my blood, and because of my refusal, um, he told me I was going to lose my license for a year. I, I thought to myself, I'll, I'll hire a lawyer. I'll deal with that aspect later. But hopefully now I'm, my blood alcohol is under the limit. Uh, my plan didn't work out so well. Um, I basically got my results back and I found out I was uh, point, uh, 0.2 and it's 0 0.08 here in the, in the state of Idaho. So I was double the alcohol limit and definitely shouldn't have been driving my truck. Um, and, and that's actually an automatic suspension as well. So I both, I had a civil suit because of my refusal and also a, uh, a criminal suit because of my driving uh, double the amount of alcohol over the limit. And uh, it was at that point I knew I needed to basically take care of my my uh, problem, my issue, which was my problem, which happened to be alcohol. So um, <clears throat> I, uh, I, I had a chance to call my wife that night at the, uh, at the police station. I thought, if I do this, we're already on the outs. This is going to be the end of it. She's with family, and I didn't want to basically tell her because she's with her family. I didn't want to present it that way, but uh, come the next day, I knew I had to. So I basically um, bailed myself out of jail. They let me postponed. I got a taxi, came home. My dog was with me. He actually went to dog jail too that night. And uh, so I had to go pick up my dog. Didn't know how I was going to do it. I, I basically talked to my neighbor and uh, he said he would, you know, take me down to get my dog. And so we went and bailed him out. Went uh, over to, to uh, went and got my truck and uh, got it out of impound. So, you know, I'm, I'm probably about a, probably 800, 900 bucks deep by this time. And actually more than that, 500 to bomb myself out. A couple more hundred to get my truck out of impound. And my dog cost me a couple hundred to get him out. So yeah, I'm 800 bucks deep now. And uh, I'm just starting to face the 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 wrath of my, my problem. And uh, at that point, I knew I was going to have a, a lawyer to hire to try to fight my way out of this, which I did. And, and uh, it just, uh, 
it, the, the numbers increasing. And at that point I said, you know, I, I got way too much to lose. I got an awesome family. I got an awesome house. I got, uh, you know, uh, awesome business. And uh, I was starting to neglect my business as well. And so I said, I got to focus on, on uh, my problem and then I can focus on everything else. So I started looking online at uh, different uh, Things. I'd already tried AA and uh, I just, every time I went to AA, I felt like, I don't know, it wasn't for me. I felt like the people that were in there were way beyond, um, way beyond where I was at, which I shouldn't be judging people like that, but that's the way I felt. And at that point, uh, you know, I was like, I got to look at something that'll work. So started doing YouTube videos on other people who were looking for the same answers uh, for sobriety. And lo and behold, Sober Clear kept popping up and I kept clicking on uh, Leon's uh, Sober Clear videos. And, and uh, the more I, the more I listened to each one, the more I felt like, yeah, this is, this is, this is for me. So <clears throat> I ended up getting a hold of Leon. He, uh, basically told me, outlined what the plan was all about and how to go about it. So at that point, I said to myself, yeah, it's time to, to pull the trigger on this and, and uh, take care of myself. And uh, so I did. I was probably, I think, uh, I forget how many of the first set of modules were, but I think I was a couple modules in and uh, I'd already convince myself that, uh, you know, this is, this is already working. And, uh, the way he now looks at alcohol was the way I was, it was becoming clear to me that, uh, this is the way I should be looking at alcohol. And, and, uh, and so it all started falling into place. Uh, you know, the, he brought up, there were a few things in the program that really stood out to me. And that was, it, it was a societal thing that, you know, to, it seems like society pushes this in our face. And also the other aspect was uh, um, that uh, basically uh, the toxicity of alcohol itself is, is, uh, <laughs> you know, that no one talks about it, but you're basically drinking a, a a, a uh, poison and uh you know when he brings up the ethanol factor and and i used to do hazardous waste and such uh really hit home i'm sorry but i'm gonna have to plug you in leon so I'm have oh to no but i thought my computer's uh starting to die on me no pubs so uh, yeah for you you know you you it was like you were functional but the alcohol was starting to cause problems and you know, the relationship with, with your wife was getting worse, the daughter, uh, the daughters were noticing if personal life was being affected, uh, work was being affected, but you, you weren't really motivated to change until there was this big, you know, catastrophic event with the, with the DUI. And, uh, but then, you know, it is what it is. You, that, that kind of motivated you to start looking for a solution. That's a cool background now. Look at that. And, um, but yeah, that, then that kind of motivated you to change. And then, yeah, researching the program, found the program, boom, smashed through it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Um, so I, I went through the whole program, got uh, into a couple of the meetings that Leon puts, uh, puts on and uh, talked to a few of the other individuals that were in the program. 
by this time, it was obviously clear to me that uh, that the program had already worked. It had already sunk into my head. It, it became very clear to me that alcohol. There's nothing that good comes from alcohol. That's one of his. That's one of Leon's uh, courses. You know, tell me what what good comes from alcohol. And uh, one of the things that you know, he said, you know, you you basically, oh, it makes me relax. Well, you know, when did you? what were you doing when you realized that? Well, I was sitting on the couch already relaxing. I just felt like I needed to have a beer in my hand to complete the relaxation. So, you know, it, uh, it always, you know, by the time I was getting to these types of sessions, it had already sunk in. I was already yeah, yeah. bought into the program and I was already basically over alcohol. And now I go out and I'm with friends and uh, alcohol's flowing around me everywhere. And I've been tested so many times and, and uh, it just uh, seems like it's easy to, to uh, not need it. And I still have a great time with my friends. You know, I, one of my friends that, that I, I used to stay with them when I went back to San Jose when, to do my business and he's pretty much an alcoholic and, and uh, he drinks every day from pretty much sun up to sundown. Coronas. I was getting going a little stronger than that. I would I would drink IPAs and, and vodka. It was my choice, <clears throat> so it affects me probably a lot harder than it does him. But but anyway, I, I realize it's not good to be around somebody that's constantly drunk. You know, and it, it actually when you're around somebody that's constantly drunk, it starts uh, wearing on you. Like yeah. it's like. You know, I, I want to fix the guy. I've, I've showed him the program, but he has no no will to uh, want to do it. And that's one of the things you, you have oh, yeah. to understand, too. If you got to want to do this or the program's never going to work. Unfortunately for me, I, I had to learn the hard way to want to do this. And I wished I would have found Leon prior to my DUI. But, you know, here I am six months later. I, I can't drive. My wife's driving me everywhere. I go to my Luckily, one of my friends moved to Idaho that lives in California or that works in California as well. So he's able to pick me up most of the time and haul me to the airport. But I've now got a, a Lyft driver that I, I, I use quite a bit and she hauls me back and forth and gets me around. So I'm finding I'm finding ways to deal with the, uh, the license part of it, not being able to drive, but but uh the rest of my life has come up leaps and bounds. My business has, has uh, grown quite a bit since I started the program. I've got a lot of focus. I think I've added uh, five or six new people into the business. I've, nice. I've, I've prioritized my business. I've prioritized my family. My family is, I should have mentioned that first. That's that's grown leaps and bounds. We're we're, uh, we're, you know, finding ourselves again. And my wife, uh, she's, she really is proud of what I've done. And, and uh, we were on the outs. We were prior to her leaving for her parents. She was talking about how we do the separation. So unreal, man. So I still think we have things we need to work on in our relationship, but we're, you know, at least uh, she's willing to work on them now before it was like, you know, that's it. I'm done we need to move on and how do we split the sheets, so to speak. Mm. So anyway, that's all good. We're, we're, we attend church every weekend now and uh, I'm finding my, my way with God. And uh, so my, my, my spiritual side of things has really grown as well. So I, between 
my commitment to not drink alcohol, my my faith in God and, and, and the willingness for my wife to uh, work things out with me. Life's really, really transpired and uh, I'm really enjoying sobriety. Uh, it's, like I said, it's easy not to even to want to go back to it. And, and as mentioned, I've, I've been tested many times, so I feel like I'm, you know, tried and true now and uh, just look forward to what uh, life it's got to bring me in. To be honest, I'll I'll remember it now. Before I used to be drunk and hazed, and and I, there are a lot of things I didn't, I wouldn't even remember. My wife would tell me, "Do you remember what you said last night or what you did last night?" And I'd say, "No." Well, what what was it? And then she'd tell me, and it would say, it would start to come back into my head. Oh yeah, yeah, I do, I do kind of remember that, but. Mm-hmm. Any of those moments anymore? And uh, clarity is is it's a gift from God. And, you know, when you, uh, when you basically uh, introduce substances in, into your body, it could be many different substances, substances, but uh, alcohol was the one that really was destroying me. So that's the one I'm talking about right now, but I'm trying to live pure, trying to live clean and, uh, and I'm, I'm enjoying every aspect of it. Man, it's the full turnaround. Every area has just gone. Boom. It's awesome. It has been a, a, a steep uphill climb since uh, since sobriety. So, uh, one more question, Art is: What's one piece of advice that you'd give to somebody that's thinking about joining the program? <clears throat> uh, if you feel like you're uh, if you are abusing alcohol or even if you're not abusing alcohol, but you want to quit, um, do it before you get in trouble. Get, do it before you ruin your relationship. Do it before um, you, you affect yourself uh, health wise. Do it, you know, to do it early and uh, don't, don't wait. You know, don't think that, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're doing it to a small amount and, and your body's able to recover or your wife will look, uh, look uh, the other way and not, it, it doesn't bother or, or you're, that you're not obedient to God because uh, you're, you're actually affecting all three of those areas. So, so do, it, do it early. If you, if you feel like you're, you're on that path and, and you can't, uh, <clears throat> you you well i don't even say that you can't control it i just say don't drink alcohol as as uh, leon's told you it's it's a it's a toxic substance and society's made it uh, appear to be something that benefits us it doesn't benefit you or i or anyone else in in any way so just look at it from that standpoint that there's no benefit that comes from alcohol and and to and to take control of it and if you need help and and uh, for me, Sober Clear was the, the way that uh, helped, uh, helped me see the light of uh, sobriety and, and uh, I was able to do the program, understand it and build upon it. So that's, that's what I would say. Man, awesome. And if you want to leave Art a comment, uh, just leave him a comment. I'll send him this video so he'll be able to read them. And uh, yeah, thank you so much, Art. Thanks for having me, Leon. Thanks for all you've done. Really appreciate your program. It's changed my life and my perspective on life. And uh, it's been nothing but, uh, but love and gratitude for you, man. I appreciate it. Awesome.